going on how you guys feeling this week not feeling too great man there's not a lot of energy in me today <laughs> man I, I am the it's, same way man it's, I, it's I, just too much out. going on right now man there's just too much going on in this world so it kind of like threw me for a loop for the past couple of days so uh you know with you know the chris um, the kristen cooper amy cooper deal and uh what's his name George Floyd. George, George Floyd, Floyd and yeah, Army. Yeah, those things just got me, you know. Amon Arbery. Some type of a way, like, so. How you feeling over there, Mike? Um, same. Same, you know. I'm, I'm sure all of America has been talking about it for the last 24 hours, so um, I'm sure the fans out there feel exactly how we're feeling right now. It's not a lot of energy in the room. It's just a lot of disappointment. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man. It's just – it's just – it was a tough weekend, man. You know, last week we were looking at Ahmaud Arbery situation and, and kind of just taking that all in, right, and, yep. and, and trying to figure out how, how this could have happened, right? And for two months someone was out in the world after a shooting at home watching Netflix, watching Last Dance, eating popcorn, eating food, and not arrested at all. You know what? So right before I came to the show, um, Sean King. Everybody knows Sean King. He posted a um, a like an article from the McMichael, the son that that yep. shot. So he posted an article of a student that went to school with him. Yeah. And the student is like, pretty much saying in the article, "We always seen this coming." Yep. He's was one of the most racist. Like he's like you have racist people, but he was the extremist. Like. It's not a surprise. And yeah, they grow, knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to happen. Were, I think one, of, one part of it said that they were actually surprised that it took this long. It took for this, this long. To occur. And it reminds me of like situations in mass shootings where like the kid from Parkland, they said the same thing. Like, how can we as a society kind of prevent that? You know? Because if we're saying something and we're seeing it, it's only a matter of time before it happens. Right. Like, the, uh, see, the people that are coming out now and say they saw it, and you know what I mean? I appreciate them speaking up, uh, but at the same time, when you saw it and you believe it, like make others aware of it. Of you, know what I mean? you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, so that's just my take on it, man. Like, if you if you if you saw this, if you if you knew this, um, who who else did you tell about it? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, not not knocking them for coming forward right now and say, hey, they kind of you know kind of felt it. Um, at the same time, I I wouldn't want anybody to judge anyone wrongly you know what i mean just based on appearance and whatever but if you have examples of you know racial slurs that he's you know saying and stuff like that i think i think you need to make the people around him aware and it's like hey we're not going to tolerate this and you know people should avoid yeah that you know those kind of a situation uh, racial slur man that's I, there was there was what, maybe uh, i'll say three weeks ago there was a race car driver that was doing that virtual race car right he was online it was live he was racing, didn't drop the N-word on there, right? And 
everybody else was online. I was like, <clears throat> dude, you know you just dropped the N-word? You dropped the N-word. And he was just racing and racing, right? And the next day, he apologizes for it. My thing with the racist slur thing, you're going to come back and apologize and say, you know, it's that's not in my vocabulary. Uh, you know, it's not part of what I believe in. I'm like, it came out too easily, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's, some, it, it's something it, that you have. It's in your vocab. Yeah. yeah. Right? It, yeah. It's there. It, it, it may not be there on a open wide for everybody else in the world to hear, but it's there. You don't just say it so openly and, 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 and be like, all right, when and kind of move forward with life and then realize a day later, oh, dang, I, I kind of messed up on that. Mm-hmm. You know, let me say something now. Let me say I apologize before I lose all this money. Yeah, I agree with that, man. I want to touch on the, the George Floyd for a second here. Um, more so the, the three of the officers, especially the Asian one. I'm not sure of their names. Um, I could look it up. Yeah. But um, let's the the guy that was kneeing kneeing on Mr. Floyd had his knee in his neck. Let's take him out of the equation. So those three officers, you would think as an officer, you one of the skills you should have really good judgment, right? Yeah. Um, that's what your 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 job pretty much requires. And it's three of you guys, and in several minutes. You know, because it was a while that, that, you know, that that his foot was on his neck, his knee was in his neck. Um, Five minutes. Yeah. In those five minutes, one of you guys had a chance to make a difference, a chance to be a hero, a chance to save someone's life. This is all being videotaped. And not one of you guys spoke up. I mean, don't quote me on this, but I don't even think the officer, the Asian guy that was standing in front and trying to control the people... Even look back he once. didn't even look back once. No, he didn't. Once. Not once. I think he kind of looked like to the side. Him, like, look, yes. he's not. Yeah. And I promise you, if he had to just turn his head, exactly. he would have seen what everybody else was seeing. And he, and if he has any conscience, he would have stopped it. But he didn't look back once because he just thinks that the crowd is out to get get him and, you know what I mean, just focus on the crowd versus looking at what, you know, what exactly. the people are trying to explain exactly. to him. The people weren't even trying to, like, be aggressive. The people are just, just asking. Trying. One of them was a paramedic. Yeah, the nurse. The nurse. Yeah, yeah she was she, a nurse. She, yeah, like, and she's she came telling. over there. She's like, "Hey, I saw, I saw this happening across the street. I came over here because I didn't see him moving that well. So I want to know, hey, is he okay? Because I'm a paramedic or a nurse. I can check his pulse to see it and make sure everything's okay. They didn't care the about. They didn't, like, care. No, they didn't care. Get about away! They didn't Don't care. touch him. He was handcuffed. He was down. Yeah, dude. It was. I, I watched the video at least three to four times, man. I'm, I'm trying to find something to say, hey, he was moving. Like, he was trying to get away. Like, you had him down. He was handcuffed. He wasn't moving. If Even if you stood up and just watched him, what was he going to do exactly. to you to endanger you? We, we, all, we all have jobs, and we have protocols, and we have do's and don'ts at that job. Why would you do something? You see, they, they're, they're aware of, I'm sure all four of those guys are aware of the Ahmad Arby situation. Yes, yep. They're aware of, because Sean King went on a rant like a week ago with NYPD, yep. and they, they're aware of all that's going, going on, and you still, like, I see, if I see cameras... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, yo, I don't want to be that guy on national television. You no, know? 100, 100, because I, I, I agree with you, man. I, I've, there's so many situations, and, and I'm outraged, right? We're all outraged about it, right? I and am. so when we see something like that happen, like last week, once again, we saw that what, was, what happened, and we're trying to figure out how did this occur for two months, right? Yeah. No one knows, right? Just out of our mind, blown away. But then you're like, there's no way 
another cop wakes up that morning, sees this on the news, news exactly. and continues to do, to do what, the, what yeah. he does. It's like I question: Do they do they have a family to feed? Do they do they want to live a life? Because their life is over. When you think about it, they can't. The Asian guy is all over, all over the world. Oh, he's he's going to be. Re- <laughs> he's going to remember, be remembered for this. Like, for this, you know yeah. what I mean? This is what he will be remembered for. And sadly, you know what I mean. Five and minutes that could have changed your life. He could yep. have been, like I said, a hero. Yep, exactly, exactly. Because all that would have been caught on camera. Caught on camera. Sh- show that you you don't tolerate this either. It's exactly. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, it's sad, man. It's really sad. And then when. When Kaepernick is doing what he was doing, you know what I mean? It's the biggest thing it's in the, the world. It's thing the, in the biggest world. thing in the world. Everybody's <laughs> out. You're so disrespectful, blah, exactly. blah, blah. Like, that's disrespectful. NFL, that's disrespectful. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what you say. Right. So that is disrespectful. Kneeling, not arming anybody, but, you, you know, just, somebody kneeling yeah. in the neck. <laughs> you don't think that's <laughs> disrespectful? It's just kind of like, this is the reason why he's kneeling. <laughs> this, that's the reason why. So let's see. This what, is the reason let's why see if the NFL that, yeah. comment on this. It's funny how it's funny how life goes full circle, right? Yep. Yeah. It's funny how life goes yeah. full circle. Man. And, and it's sad because like I, I thought, you know, Kaepernick wasn't gonna get his recognition until, you know, later on in life, just like Ali. You know what how Ali was it's twenty, thirty exactly. years now, but it came. They quicker. keep proving him right. That's exactly. the good thing. That's the <laughs> he, he looks he, like a genius, genius right? Oh, He's, yeah, all day, man. That's all but he was trying to do was to even I looked at stats in, in Minneapolis, and I was actually speaking to my older sister today, and she, she told me before she got married with her husband, the same situation happened to him, that he went into a, a bank and went to go cash a check from his job, and it was considered as a stolen check or the check wasn't good, whatever the case was. They called the cops and everything, and cops came, threw him on the ground. He went all out on him. And they settled on the case, right, after, you know, the arrest and everything like that a year later, two years later. And it was nothing. The settlement was nothing. The cops didn't get anything. They didn't, they didn't get any charges or anything mm-hmm. like that. And obviously I'm glad, you know, he didn't die or anything like that, no, no shootings or anything. But in his case, you know, you're looking at cops are being just sent home. Yeah. They were fired at, in this situation, but other ones are, like, sent home and leave of absence. You're still getting paid and everything like that. And we know, even when um, I was listening to, um, geez, on, uh, I think it was First Take, but they were saying, like, man, it's crazy how, you know, Newt Newt gets shot by a cop, and a cop just goes home, yeah, chills. But if Pookie shoots Newt Newt, Pookie got 25 years in jail. Yeah. Just automatic. You know, there's no questioning. There's no chilling. There's no, hey, let's go ahead and complete our investigations. You know, completing the investigation for the FBI, them boys are chilling at home right now. Where do you think the change starts? That's a good question. Um, personally, I think that police officers need to be psych eval'd. Um, I would say at every two years. Um, they have a lot of responsibility, a lot of power, and right now that power is being abused dramatically um there's good officers out there um but the the bad ones are making it horrible i i think honestly man it's yeah they can do psych evals all day they they, they're messed up either way 
I think it start it start we have to look at charging these cops. Yeah. Accountability, man. Accountability. Accountability. Yeah. Accountability. yeah. These it, district attorney that are friends with cops and all that stuff and not, you know, not pursuing the charges or not pursuing as aggressively as they would. Man, speaking they of that, would, I hope they go that directly is, That is exactly the mayors, the the, the governors and yep. all that stuff. Accountability. We need to start blaming the upper heads because they, they're the one that can set an example, right? And I promise you, the moment they start setting these examples, things will change. Well, think about this. So the Eric Garner case was very similar, right? That cop got fired, but he wasn't charged. This situation is worse than the Eric Garner situation, far worse. So if he doesn't get at like a worse, like if he doesn't get charged and he gets off, dude, America, America may be looking at a war. You saw the repercussion uh, yeah. in Minnesota the other day. Yeah. But you know what's crazy about it, man? It's, um, and I was thinking about this. I, I, I truly believe, in other scenarios I didn't believe this, but with this situation, I truly believe the cops will be arrested. I don't know exactly what charges the other three cops are because every state is different. Just yeah. like in Georgia with that situation, all three of the parties that were involved in are going to be charged murder, with yeah. murder charges. Despite if anybody, you know, pulled the trigger, whatever the case is. So in Minnesota, it's totally different. So I don't know what the charges are going to be. But I know they're going to be a charge. And the reason why, which is a messed up reason why I believe that they're going to get charged, it's an election year. Yes. <laughs> That's Listen, what's messed up. All right. The sad thing, the sad thing about that is I just want to see some accountability. So election year or not, I want yeah, to get I don't, Yeah, but I don't want to see five years, ten years. I want to see life. But what I'm I saying, yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see. I wanna yeah, see. I some things. You, if you start holding these police officers accountable, the mayors of um, that's assigning these police chiefs and all that stuff, if they start, you know, these uh, district attorneys that are, you know, responsibility to pursue these cases. If they start prosecuting these um, these officers, I promise you that this will change because what? The officer will think twice. twice. Yeah. yeah. You see and, me? and I was even thinking like, you know, hey, let's go further. You know, for some, for some odd reason, if the person gets off, any cop gets off for a situation like this, um, then we need to say, hey, listen, yeah, you may have gotten off, but we're still going to be penalizing you some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's if it's pensions, you know, your pension is going to get because either way, in every scenario, even though the cop got off, they still, they still sued the city and the cops and everything like that. And they probably so got a settlement. They get a settlement. So my thing is that with this settlement, that they should take this money, not out of the city's money or the, the taxpayer's money. They need to take it away from the cop. Yeah. From their pension. If it's reducing it by 50 percent or 25 percent, whatever the case is, that's how we need to go down. See, none of that is okay with me. Like, jail. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Life no, without what, parole. No, I Life agree with you. Parole. I agree with you 100%. I, I, That's what I'm, all, I'm I, always I, I'm, looking I'm for not, in that scenario. I'm not, accepting, I'm not accepting any of these guys getting off. America has a big decision on their hands. They, yeah. they better do it right. It's, it's really it's, sad. It's, there's two cases over the past, you know, yeah. past month that they have to really make sure that they, 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 do, they do the right, right thing. Yeah. I mean, two big <laughs> cases right in thing. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, so remember Philandro. Yeah, so you know, so, so that that situation was, it was that that situation in itself was tough to just to hear, to witness, to see that a cop would just come up there and in your car with your 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 wife, your girlfriend inside the car with your with your child there and, and shoot you. And I know this is not in comparison to you know those cases, but just watching. The Cooper case, oh, Amy and Amy Cooper, uh. like in the park, is just it's it's a telling. Like you mm -hmm. see how you see what they're doing. Like you see 
they're calling the cops, lying, blatantly lying. And I'm so happy. Clearly lied on that video. I'm so happy (laughs) the dude had the camera rolling. Because I promise you, if he didn't, He's in prison right now. Oh, she, dude, yeah. she's behaving so hysterically. For what reason? Dude, you can hear the inflection in her voice. Bro, it's changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. the dude was actually on her. On like, her, he was on her, her, attacking her. Yeah, so when you see stuff like and then you're going to come the next day because you just lost everything she's and it's on video. One. Why do you want to be all over the world for the rest of your life? Like, yes, she was fired, it's, it's, but why? It's why? privilege. It's that white privilege, man. Because listen to what she stated, though. She's, she's clearly stated, like, hey, I'm going to call the cops on you and say that you are harassing me or you're threatening me, which was not the case. I'm just telling you, hey, listen, put your dog on a leash, so homie. So that is, that is <laughs> you know, that's the plan. She had that <laughs> she plan had in plan. her head, and she carried out the and plan. And she carried out the plan. She's I, like, listen, listen this African-American is threatening me. At first, you know, Franklin Templeton, they suspended her, and then in the, later in the afternoon, they fired Fire her. her yeah. I was yep. like... Great, man. And I, I think every financial firm on Wall Street or in the oh, world should just they look will. at her and say, yo, no, they're, not gonna, they're not going to accept want you. They don't want you. They don't want They don't want her. I mean, the right first thing life is, is, her life is ruined. The first like, thing, yeah, the first thing is gonna, she's going to try to apply for a position. They'll be like, yo, why did you get fired from Franklin's? Exactly. Yo, that's a dope spot. Oh, you're Amy Cooper. And she's yeah, like, you're oh. Amy Cooper. <laughs> no, not even just that. She's going to have to change her name, identity, the whole... Nine. Yeah. yeah, but she's gonna have to start off from the beginning because even if she says, "Yo, I worked for Franklin," at the end of the day, Franklin's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't want to tell you what they happened." Are all but yes, Central Park. Trust me. Let yeah, me send these you. Guys a, are all friends. Let me send yeah. you. A, <laughs> like, no let me send you a video. Don't hide that person. They're bad for <laughs> let me send you that video. They're bad for business. Like they're just. They're all friends, man. All these Wall Street guys. They're all friends. Like, yo, man, no, she bad for business. business I'm yeah. telling you, man. Like a couple of weeks ago, I think I hit up uh, Paul. I know you're, you're. You know, you got your little man, and it's you got a couple of years, but man, like. Couple like three, four weeks ago, I hit up Ren. I think afterwards, but I was like, I just had that talk with my son. You know, at nine years old, I'm having that that conversation with him, and it's crazy to say it, but it wasn't the sex talk. It it was yeah, like it was the cop talk. It was the cop talk. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like I got the, a cop talk. That's bro. the talk that you, like I actually had the same conversation with my 13 year old. I was like, yo, that's the conversation right now that we're having with our kids. Like, yo, you. You know, be careful out there. You know what I mean? Like, be respectful, be careful, and let me know what happened. Like, you know what I mean? So Yeah, the playing field is not even. It's not even, man. It's It's not even. Like, you know, having that conversation, like, hey, I'm not, you're going to have white friends, you're going to have black friends, but when you're chilling with their white friends and something goes down, you know, just be quiet. If he's spitting out the mouth, let him spit. And this this is what I have to say to everyone in the NFL, a matter of fact, in the sporting world that had an issue with, Kaepernick. Yep. <laughs> this is why the dude was kneeling. And you can't come to me and say anything that's worth listening I, to. Not you, even just the sport, man. Just the fans, the You people. guys are, you know, you, a lot of you guys are trash for, the, for you know, ridiculing um, Kaepernick for what he was trying to do. All he was trying to do was draw attention to what's happening. And it's now it's just getting blatant. And, you know what I mean, I, I, I lose off of a lot of NFL players, that, I, a lot of them. You you ask what um, what change needs to happen. I'm gonna piggy tail off that. Um, people of power, NFL players, yep. basketball players, celebrities, the the I don't want to call names, but the Oprahs of the world, the the these people with large power need to start speaking up. You know what? Because you know when they speak up, it means something. You, you know it holds value. You, you know what's crazy when you say that? I, I'm me personally. I'm like, listen. 
the ones that really truly need to step up is the next guy in blue. Right? That cop. That, that, that the Asian guy that was right there that could have stopped it. That could have been like, yo, bro, you But they're not. You're going not. too far. They're not. They're not. And that's because they're they're are. they're banding together. Exactly. Like right. I said, so, going back to the Georgia thing, look at it. it my, my man called his DA friend. He didn't call the cops, yeah. he called his DA friend. DA friend was like, All right, man, don't I'm gonna call the cops. Someone like, of power, right? Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Yo, don't worry about that case, we're gonna handle it. Yo, that video, don't let nobody see that video. We'll handle it. Don't worry about it. For too much, my man chill. Yeah. There's not there's no way. Pookie but that's ain't, why I said we Pookie need, ain't chilling at the house for we two months, need man. Those people of color that has that power. While I while I agree with the non racist white people or Caucasian if you wanna while I while I while I call on them to speak up, you know what I mean? I call as as PJZ, I call on the people in power that that are minority to come to the front of the line and speak up. Use your platform. Yep. Yo, Oprah has a whole network, a whole <laughs> damn network. Yep. Speak up. Do something. Jordan, you just finished it. Oh, you know, whole whole s- your sh- oh, you right now you're yourself. number one. Yeah. Get in front of a camera and speak up about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are the people that need to get up and speak up, man. Like, real talk. You guys criticize Cap for doing it, and it, it actually hurts his career. It's, but it's, at the same time, I respect man. this dude even more, more after this. Exactly. I, I think it's the comparison. That's what um, annoys the hell out of me. Um, when you talk about situations like that, and you, you talk about how a black man just got shot here, and another one got shot there, and this person got shot this way. And when you, you're so frustrated and you start to talk about it, and then you hear white people just kind of chime in and the, and the conversation that they're having is like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe this is happening to black people in this world, in this country, et cetera. They're like, yeah, you know, that situation kind of happened to me too because I remember when I was pulled over and a cop was like, he, he arrested me and because I, you know, I was talking trash to him, but he arrested me. Like he racially profiled me. I'm like, bro, but you, you're still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. You're so, good, yeah, right? Yeah, they don't get it. They yeah, and Shannon Sharp even said, man, he, he, was, he was talking about the situation. He said one of his good friends for 20 years, a white female, emailed him multiple information about there's been more white people getting killed by cops than black people. Do you think that's <laughs> what I want to hear? <laughs> like, why are we being compared, yeah. right? We, all, we understand all lives matter, but right now black lives matter because that's what's done. We, right we all need to take a second and just... Look at the expression, the guy that was kneeling on Floyd. His emotion didn't change. Hands was in his pocket chilling. Dude, does he have a soul? That's that's the the question we need to ask. I I thought he was in a dice game, man. His hand was just chilling in his pocket. I don't even know if he blinked. He just... No care. Oh, you've seen the picture, right? You've seen the picture with him. No remorse, nothing in the world. You've seen the picture with the uh, Make uh, America Great Again or Make Whites Again hat and all that. I, I don't know about that picture. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking about the video. So I don't know if that picture is doctored It's factual, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm not even going to comment on the picture. But I, I, I know what I saw in that video, and that was terrible. That's all. Not a uh, human being. <laughs> well, let's get to the show, man. Sad news for the weekend, man. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers to the family. As you for real. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk about first quarter here. We're going to go COVID-19 to quarantine. Stay away or pick up. Buffalo Bills, AFC East, man. I know we were talking about this last week. This is our division, right? 
Yeah, man, I know know PJ is going to have a lot to say about this division right about now. So (laughs) (laughs) So I'm ready for it. That's that's why I gave PJ third quarter for the the Dolphins. Oh, you gave him him a little bit. I'm sorry, I gave him second quarter. Second quarter. We didn't want to start. We couldn't start with the Dolphins. If we started with the Dolphins, the the show would have ended. It would have ended with the Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, man, so, yo, let's start with the Buffalo Bills, as you said. Um so what do you think? What do you think? Um, who on the Buffalo Bills would be a target for you? And and what do you think about the players, like the weapons on on, on um, the Buffalo Bills? The safest pick in in my eyes would be definitely a quarantine. Is Josh Allen? Um, he was ranked the number six quarterback last year, nineteen point nine, almost twenty fantasy points a game, and you give him Stephon Diggs, the same returning guys with Singletary. He, you add a, a Zach Moss. Um, I think that he just has a lot of weapons. He's going into what his third year, I believe. Yeah, that, um, that's what Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, from Wyoming. So, um, yeah, man, I think he finished number six. I see him as a top five, easily top five uh, quarterback, fantasy wise. He can move his feet, more weapons. Um, you can't spy him no more. It, he's going to give you, give you. Four-letter words that start with an H. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, I agree with you. I, I love Josh Allen. I'm, he was one of my targets last year, and um, and they only got better, right? They got Stefan Diggs. They uh, drafted Gabriel, Gabriel da- um, uh, Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then they – not only that, um, they have Hod- Hoggins in, um, behind, behind there. I'm not saying, like, these are Cole weapons. Beasley, that, Hoggins, yeah, it's not going to – you know, these players are probably never going to play or probably never going to see the field. But the weapons that they have, John Brown, right, Beasley, right, and, um, Diggs. and Diggs, those are really viable weapons there as far as the wide receiver goes. And, um, and for Josh Allen, you know, this is his third year. Next year is his fourth. And then after that, we start talking about contract, right? The, the quarterback that's behind him, is also capable, Jake Crom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yep. So yeah. it, it the, there is an incentive for him to do well at this point. So I, Josh Allen is in my tier one as quarterback to target. Like that's a great backup, to be honest with you. Because yeah, if, no, if, it's a great. Like if Josh Allen thing. says, "Hey, I'm gonna go." Then they got Jake. And I, I understand why they did that draft because Josh Allen is, um, you know what I mean. He runs a lot, so he's you know he can get injured real easy. So having a, a, a capable quarterback behind him. I mean with like the addition I think I think that would be great. I think with the addition with Zach Moss and, and Stefan Diggs on there, that, that may just reduce him from running a lot. The line got better too. Right? I, I still think <clears throat> sorry, I still think he's gonna run. If you watch a lot of his games, I had I had Singletary and, and I had John Brown, so I watched a lot of Buffalo games last year. He needs he, there's a lot of things that he needs to fine tune and I think if he doesn't fine-tune them, they're going to show up more this year, being that he does have the weapons. What do you he, think of the things that he needs to fine-tune? So, like, he overthrew John Brown a couple times. He's not the most accurate passer um, in the world. He tends to use his feet to to make, basically make a, a, a wrong situation a right situation. And, yeah, that will work, but I think he needs to maybe hang in the pocket a little bit, little bit more, being that you have these weapons around you, and, and work on your accuracy. Because he does have an arm. But like I said, he underthrew and overthrew, and sometimes he didn't even see John Brown yeah. a lot. I, I think, like, man, with the additions of it, with Stefan Diggs there, I think with how fast he is, I, I think 
with the deep pass, I think he's going to get that connection with him. I think you're right. I think that line was the biggest issue because he was so paranoid and he was trying to get the ball out as soon as possible. But with the line, the pickups they got for the line, and he's more comfortable, I think he's going to be in the pocket for a little bit longer. So he won't be running that ball a lot. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. So we got Diggs and we got John Brown, right? Right. Almost two identical players, right? Yep. Very similar. Um, both speedsters like to get down the field. Who's going to be the slot guy? Who? Who? Beasley. Beasley's going to be that slot guy. Uh, Beasley. Beasley, Beasley Beasley's wasn't bad be last guy. year, man. Like, okay, so all right. Beasley so, had 180 fantasy points last year. All right, so John Great John season. Brown finished 18th, average 9.7 uh, fantasy points a game average. Right. Um, Stephon Diggs finished 16th, 10 fantasy points a game. Do you think they progress or regress? Because there's only one ball. I, no, I, I, I mean think Brown. I think Brown is going to regress. Listen, Stephon uh, Diggs is gonna. All right, so my take is on gonna that go is, up. Yeah, I mean it looks. All right, all right. So, first off, are they quarantined or COVID? Both of those guys. Uh, for me, they're both quarantined. For quarantine. Me. They're quarantined for me. They're both quarantined at, at, at the right drafting spot, right? But I, I look at this a little bit, little different. Like, great, Stephon Diggs is there, and I'm not comparing Stephon Diggs and John Brown. I think Stephon Diggs is a better wide receiver. But with this whole COVID and the shortened, you know, offseason and all that stuff, I think he's going to stick to what he knows. And a lot of people, yo, John Brown is going way after Diggs. And I don't think that's actually, you know, in my opinion, I think John Brown is closer to Diggs than than people think because yeah. he's going to focus. He already knows, knows John the Brown. He, right. He knows the offense, and, he, and Josh Allen's already used to that. And, yes. And he even Diggs, he's going like fifth, sixth round? Right. So, and so I, I, that's the thing. So I, I think John Brown has major, major value. Like, you know what I mean? I think um, last year a lot of people didn't draft him, you know, because they're saying that, you know, it's Josh Allen, blah, blah, blah. But John Brown was fire last was year. Fire last yeah, year. Yeah. So, and I don't think – yeah, he's going to regress a little bit because now they have a second weapon. Um, I'm not discounting Beasley, but um, having both of those guys on opposite end of the field or opposite side of the field, I think is beneficial for uh, Josh Allen. And I, but I think both will eat. I think both will eat. And I think at the end of the season, don't be shocked if John Brown eat more than Diggs. I understand Diggs is a more established um, wide receiver, but. With a shortened season, this I is feel a like great route runner, bro. yeah, I know. But you have to understand Jeez, that John Brown can stretch that field, and exactly. and, and Josh Allen has Josh Allen has the arm, but he's not accurate. Yeah, but if he hits him three, oh, three or gone. four times, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. It's, it's a big difference. It's a big yeah. difference. Like so, I, I, I I'm not. You so know, what do you I'm, guys what do you guys think about Singletary and Moss? All right, so I definitely want to touch on that. Because I, I know um, you got Singletary. I got Singletary, and, right I'm, and I'm actually upset in the sense of I thought this was going to be – before the draft, I thought this was going to be Singletary's breakout year. Um, even though he did good last year as a rookie. But Zach Moss is really good. I told you, man. Zach Moss is very similar to Singletary, but better. So they didn't like – so um, Bigger and better. Frank Gore was a bruiser, yep. right? So they complemented each other very well. Frank Gore left. But – they brung someone who could potentially take Singletary's job. Yeah. He's faster. I think he's, he's bigger. He's, he's bigger. He's swifter. He's, and he has I hands. Think, and he, yeah, so I think he may – dude, it's, it's a rough situation, man. It's, I would – It's would, like they essentially got a younger uh, – A younger, better start. version of – yeah. 
So, all right. So, looking at that, right, the Singletary and the, the Zach Moss situation, I don't think when the season starts, Zach Moss get much touches. It's going to no, be – No, I don't think it's so. Gonna I think be, it's going to be Singletary. Yeah, I think Singletary is, is going to be that focal point, and I think Singletary is going to have majority of the carries, and yep. they will – you know, sing, whenever Singletary wants to get out, that's when Zach Moss he's gets not, in. But he's not the most healthy – character in the world either. right no yeah. I agree with that I agree with that I think he played like in the regular fantasy football season he played like 10 games, 10 games last, yeah, last 10, year, yeah 10 games so, last year so I agree with that but the thing is um if if I'm drafting I'm I wouldn't be scared to draft Singletary like you know what I mean no Zach I don't think Ma- be Zach, Zach Moss will probably come in closer to the end of the year if Singletary can't can't carry the workload but I don't think with the start of the season, the familiarity and all that stuff. You got to understand. I, I, I wouldn't say end of the year. I don't I would say, say mid year, if anything. I would say mid year. I'm and telling you, he's a third. He's a third down back. He's a third down back. He's gonna be in there. He, dude, I think he has better attributes than than Singletary I, as we speak right yeah, now. It takes. It only but takes two to three games as a third round it back. Only you takes start a breaking chance. out. Yeah. Yeah. You start yeah, breaking but, out. But at the same time, all right. So, I understand you're saying Zach Moss has is better than. Um, you know, better than Singletary, but you have to understand this. So familiarity is a, a is a key point in a time like this with the COVID and all that stuff, right? So if Josh Allen, the offensive line, the offensive coordinator, and everybody, it, they're more familiar with um, you know Singletary, they're going to use Singletary. The only person that can hurt Singletary carries and whatever is Singletary. So if he's doing what he did last year at the end of the year, Zach Moss ain't coming in. Why would you force somebody in? Just because they they're there, because Zach Moss is a bigger back. He's a power back. back exactly. He's a catcher. You're gonna need that power back, just like we did with um, in Chicago. I know we're gonna be talking about Chicago Montgomery, Bears, right? Right. So Montgomery and, and that's Cole. what that situation that's reminds the same me of. Situation. I feel like it's gonna be that identical situation. How yeah. long has Singletary been in the been in the league? Two. If no, not, a year. This is a year. This is a second year. This is a young. You can't compare Chicago with this. You know what I mean? You you telling it me like they're one done opportunity. No, no, no but no, I'm not I don't telling you he's gonna Zach start. Moss was Zach Moss was drafted to fill the Gore role, and um, you know what I mean. And that, the Gore the Gore role was was a, a lot, lot, a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot. And no, no, no. to that, me, Zach gotta, Moss can be a, a a workhorse back. I don't feel like Singletary can. But the thing about it is though, like how I'm looking at this is Zach Moss. Yeah, he, he was drafted to fill the Gore role. But you have to understand what the reason why Gore was so sought after or Gore was p- producing is because Singletary was a rookie and they wanted they wanted somebody that was established. They wanted a vet in there. Like so with him being a you know, with with Singletary being as young, I don't think Zach Moss is gonna have that much value. Don't get me wrong. Handcuff. Like, if you have Singletary, you want to handcuff Zach. You know what I mean? I'm not saying don't drive Zach. I'm just saying I think Singletary is still his backfield. Rushing for Singletary last year, attempts. He had 116 attempts, 642 yards. Uh, yeah, 642 yards. Gore had 150 attempts. Yeah, One because he's a rookie. He was a rookie. All right, yards. so check out from week 10 on. You feel me? And then, and then you see and compare him and Gore at from week 10 on. And then you'll see that difference when they start transitioning, when they start trusting 
Singletary. That's the thing. They start trusting Singletary closer to the end of the year. You guys saw how, how Singletary finished the season. Dude was a beast. But it's because they wanted, you know, he was a rookie, just like our Zach Thomas is a rookie. They're not going to bring Zach in to just come and compete. They don't care. Like, they don't – that's not their M.O. They don't bring the rookies in and, and give the rookies but the I don't. I don't feel comfortable drafting Singletary in the first three rounds. Okay. I'll draft him. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Okay. Uh, I don't either. I, I I agree with Paul on that one. So I'll I'll draft him. So but I'll dra- you, this is what I'll do. I'll draft and I'll draft and handcuff. Do you handcuff? You're not yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you hand, Do you draft Singletary and also handcuff Moss at the same Yeah, time? I will draft Moss in probably like the eighth round or something like that. If I draft oh, Singletary in the that's five, way too early. I, that's that's a reach. That's a reach. For yeah. Moss. That's the thing, man. I oh yeah, you I don't, don't want don't go based on with, that too. With, yeah, with. With how our league is structured this year, because um, I know we always use our, our league, league that we're all in um, as the foundation, you know what I mean? How our league is structured this year, this is the year to handcuff, bro. You know what I mean? I, I know I'm giving you guys some insight, but this is the year to handcuff. Because transaction, because hey, transaction, transaction cost is significant. It's, <laughs> so it's a lot. <laughs> So I'm telling it's pricey. you, it's, yeah. So you may consider it as a reach. I'm just looking at the future that I don't want to spend ten bucks. Well, let's for go, a transaction. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's hit up on the uh, the Jets now. What do we? Who do we think? I mean, we got man Bell, and we got Bell and, <laughs> yeah, we, Bell, and, and Bell and more Bell and more Bell. Yeah, right. Because there's nobody else out there. But, I mean, in, in realistic, I mean, you got Sam Donald, uh, Perriman out there, uh, Jamison Crowder, and Denzel Mills is a new rookie for wide receiver for who are, them. Who are those? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Dude, so I, I mean, um, that's all they got. I'm hoping that nobody from our, our league is listening to this, but I'm huge on Bell this year. Um, uh, I think Bell, I've always think that he's an amazing talent, um, arguably the best running back in football talent-wise. Outside, we're not talking about fantasy right now, but of course, just talent. Yeah. Um, so I'm huge on Bell this year. I think for them to win, for Gase to even have a job, <laughs> they have to rely on Bell. Um, if once Gase gets fired, which is inevitable, that will happen. Um, I think we were speaking this weekend, Charlo, and you were like, the new coach is just going to unleash Bell. Yeah. So I'm huge on Bell, man. I think um, honestly, like I said, I think uh, Gates has four games. Yeah. And, and and if they go 0-4, 0-3, they're gonna fire him, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be the backup or the assistant head coach, and they're gonna r- rack up from that point, and then they're just gonna unleash Bell. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think Gates is a great coach. <laughs> um, I mean, he just signed. Who did he sign that I just told you about? Um, Flacco. Flacco. Like, look at who he signed, man. He, he signed he has great a, found, quarterbacks. a foundation quarterback that is still Cutler. on the pup list that, you know what I mean, that Cutler is not going to start at the end of the season. He likes and, then that. He, and then, he, you know, when he was in Miami, he drafted Cutler that was <laughs> sitting in the, the booth. broadcasting booth. Um, <laughs> haven't worked out all offseason or anything like that. Dude was, oh, like, fat from all He angles, was actually you know getting I mean? ready for his reality so, show. So, yeah. So, I'm just saying, Gase is, 
is a different kind of coach. Yeah, like man. a different kind of coach, and he, he looks he, at things differently. He he's he a quarterback whisperer. He continues. <laughs> he continued to surprise us. He he continued to surprise us. We, we, I hope Gase is listening to the show. Their names are Charlo <laughs> and Ronaldo. I mean, he don't know us now, man. Hey, bro, Gase. I'm sorry. Gase man. knows Gase us Gase by sucks, now. Gase Yo, sucks. This is like, horrible, I'm, bro. Yo, I'm sorry. Like, I'm a Dolphin fan, and yes. You, I mean, just take ruined, that away you from ruined my team. <laughs> like, He's ruined my both team, of the teams, and I don't even like the Jets. My team wasn't great. My team wasn't great. I, I, you know, granted, but you came and you just like drive them into dirt. And <laughs> he got rid of Landry. He's sorry. Who was the back? Ajayi. Yo, he's sorry. he's sorry. He got rid of everyone he's, he's that, sorry. that was like, he's, "Yo, he's, you need he's, me." He's sorry. And he was like, "No, I can do it myself." So, right. He's sorry. And. Uh, and exam perfect example of that is what happened to Le'Veon Bell last year. Everybody can say, "Hey, Darnold wasn't starting because of his illness," or you know what I mean. So it wasn't the same thing and whatever. No, no, it's Gase. It's Gase, and it's going to be the same. This is going to be the same goddamn thing this year. Um, but at the same time, there there are two players. There are two players on the the Jets that is worth quarantining. Um, and yeah, Le'Veon Bell is is one of them, and I. Uh, Crowder is one of them because Crowder is kind of a PPR target. Like, dude had 84 targets last year. Is it is this crazy to say this though? Le'Veon Bell had 523 yards rushing. I know that was sorry, man. That was. That's a stat that you would never believe, bro. Yeah, that was that was really really sorry. Um, I'm, I, I I just don't understand it. I I really don't understand it. I don't understand how this dude keep getting head um, head coaching jobs. Um, just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. I don't. I don't know why. I mean, but we can continue to talk about his coaching and, and why he's still here in the league while there's multiple other coaches that are there that can actually. There's absolutely coach. nobody on the Jets that had over a thousand yards last. Nobody. <laughs> nobody, yo. Actually, wrote well, a note. actually, uh, wasn't well, no. I think Robbie Anderson had it, which Robbie is now in Carolina. So it's, Robbie had it. It's funny. My notes on the on the Jets are: it's a broken system. <laughs> <laughs> Will, a, will will Sam Darlin make any of those wide receivers a stud, or will any of those receivers make Sam Darnold a stud? The answer is no. no. That was my you, my notes on. You know what's crazy the because Jets. like they have Rashard Perriman, they have Jamison Crowder, and they just got Denzel Mims, right? And they have another receiver that is hurt right now, but all of them are the same guys. Yep. Same yep, height, yep. same body type, same. Wide receiver. It's a broken system. There's no nothing that's like, oh yeah, I gotta get this player. You gotta throw away, keep the keep the part. Throw away gaze. Yeah, throw away <laughs> gaze and just kind of rebuild. But I agree with Ren. Um, I like Le'Veon. I'm I'm not like I said. I'm huge on Le'Veon. I'm not huge on Crowder though, or anybody else actually. So we're you're, See, you're saying Crowder. COVID? Are you COVIDing? Uh, Le'Veon, you're quarantining Le'Veon. No, I'm quarantining Le'Veon for right. sure. Um, Le'Veon in the second round, I think it's a good. That's pick. a good pick. Yeah. That's second a good and pick. third round. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't he's think he's going to fall to the third. He won't fall to the third. Yeah. See, the reason why I say Crowder because Crowder is um, Crowder. Crowder is the number one wide receiver on that team. Yep. Especially now that Robbie Anderson is Anderson's gone. not there. Yeah, you know so I'm saying he's he's just that intermediate guy that gets a lot of touches, like a lot of targets and stuff from that, um, from Sam Darnold. So I think, like, he will continue to be that number one. So that's why I would quarantine him in the right round. Um, 
but other than that, man, the wide receiver core is just sorry. Like, look at look at look at people. Like last year, they had Demarius Thomas, man, and nothing. Like nothing. that dude can't stay healthy for nothing. nothing. Bro. He's yeah. gone. He's done. He's done. We know he's done. <laughs> but just that, I mean, like they Jets just have issues over there. Even with their top safety right now, Adams, they're like, "Yo, we want you to stay, but we don't want you to stay. We don't want to pay you, but I, I know you were the top player, top safety out there, but." We're going to trade you. No, no, we're not going to trade you. We're not going to trade you. We're going to keep you. Hold on, hold on. Let's yeah. think about what, this. You know what I mean? so, get rid of Gase. Gase. Wait, wait. Gase. Didn't Gase, Gase like, show, last man. year, before the 2019 season, yeah. Gase wanted to trade Le'Veon Bell. Remember, he yeah. fired his uh, general He had his general manager get, get yeah. fired because he, he, paid, he paid too much for Le'Veon Bell. I mean, Bell. Tannenbaum was horrible, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So, we had Tannenbaum. Um, but... Yeah, so I know who's a COVID for me. Um, Sam Darnold is a COVID for me. Yeah, like, Sam um, is COVID. Bashard's COVID. Yeah, Crowder's like, COVID. Denzel Mills, uh, he's COVID. Uh, he's, gotta, if yeah. I don't like the quarterback. I'm yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Liking the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not liking the rookie. Yeah, because he's not getting a ball. So, man. So let's get to uh, halftime here, man. Halftime show. Second quarter, man. I'm already on halftime, man. Because I'm over here. Man, I'm really, he's he, waiting for the Dolphins, he's bro. Waiting he for the no, Dolphins, actually, I'm over here trying to skip over the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is ready for the Dolphins, man. Like, All right, let's go Dolphins, man. Let's, 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 we got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua, Jordan Howard, Matt Britta, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Albert Wilson, and Mike Jacecki. I feel like I'm talking about the New York Jets all over again. What? Are you serious? <laughs> nah, now you, now you just I'm hate I'm messing him. with you. I'm messing now with you. Now you just hate him. Not, not, I'm not really messing with you, but I'm messing with you. <laughs> all right, so um, Dolphins, great defense. I think they're going to have, in earlier shows, I said a top, top five defense for sure. Um, so that means they're going to have to run, run, and run some more. Um, to a situation is I don't think they should even play him this year. But um, I would I would look at Breda. I think Breda is a, a quarantine. Um, who's the other guy? Josh. Josh. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard sucks. Really? Um, yes. Okay. Um, Matt Breda is going to be the guy. I oh, think this he, guy like he has a running back in Tampa. I think that Matt Breda may finish top ten. What round are you willing to uh, draft Matt Breda on? Fifth. I would agree with Charlo, but I don't want to say because. For, for fantasy purpose, but I, I would draft him in the fifth. I would even reach a little bit higher than that, depending on what leagues you're in. But Matt Breda is really talented, fast, and the Dolphins are going to have to run the ball. No, I agree. And they're going to run that ball now. Because Parker, uh, Parker sucks. Nah, dude. Parker had a great season last year, man. He's arguing with Michael Thomas. <laughs> Come on, dude. First of all, he wasn't arguing with Michael Thomas, bro. He clearly stated which cornerback is the hardest cornerback to work with or deal with, right? And then he verified, you know, Michael Thomas in that situation. Michael got all in his feelings. Parker's not even the best receiver on his team. <laughs> I need to, I'm not arguing that. I can't even argue with that, man. I, I, like, I mean, okay, so with Parker, you don't – you with COVID-19 Parker? Absolutely. I'm not even looking to draft him. No, no. All right. I See, Preston Williams and Parker – uh, I'll definitely draft, uh, not for Homer, Homer reasons, but it's just like, yo, seeing what Parker did last year, um, it seems like he's coming into, coming into his own. And, um, you know, with Fitzpatrick 
most likely be you know starting the season, and they have some chemistry. Same thing with Preston Williams. Like seeing what Preston Williams did like the beginning of last year before he got injured, um, he was a beast, man. Um, a lot of these rookies that came out and flourished. Like if you really look at the numbers for uh, Preston Williams in the first like in the first half of the season, you could see that this dude is going to be a force to reckon with. Um, with that said, though. It's just a matter of, like, I just want to see with, with the draft that we did with a lot of O-line, I just want to see if Fitzpatrick is going to have that time to see these guys down the field. And, um, but I have confidence in, in, in these two wide receivers that they, uh, they deserve, like, single digit or, you know, like, seven, eighth, somewhere, somewhere around there. I'd I, be looking I, at them. I agree with you on that. I mean, I think if Wilson uh, – I think Wilson is back to being healthy – you know, as that fast speedster slot guy, um, I think Parker and Preston is going to eat that ball a lot because everybody's going to be scared of that fast guy. I love Preston, man. You guys know I had him last year. Yep. I, I thought uh, when I got him uh, off waivers, I was like, yes, I won the league because <laughs> <laughs> this guy is going to be starting for the for the unsealable future, and then, and then he got next hurt. Next week. <laughs> yeah, man. This guy over here, Ronaldo, with the, with the chicken feet, you know. Yeah, so. really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love, I love some Preston. Um, and I love Matt Breda. Dolphins will do some surprising things this year. Um, we'll see what happens. Yo, what do you What do you think about Mike Jacecki? Penn State tight end. I don't know, man. We spent a lot of draft capital on that guy. Just waiting, um, right? Yeah. So he was coming to an, you know coming to his own last year um, when um, on the Flores. Yeah, on, on the Flores. So I think he's going to be utilized a lot more this year. Um, he's actually like a number number two tight end for me. I'm not, you know what I mean. I, I don't I don't foresee him not being a great tight end. But I'm, yeah, I have him, you know, doing some damage um, this year. I'll tell you that. Let me let me ask you another question. So a couple shows ago, we talked about um, we did a segment on the rankings for um, the divisions. I want you guys' honest opinion, not not your Homer opinions. You still feel after the draft, it's all said and done. Teams are practically locked. I still feel that. I still, still feel, feel Dolphins, Dolphins will, will, win will, will win the division. Yeah, that's why you don't make the playoffs. Now you <laughs> listen. Um, they have a chance to make the playoff. The stronger team in that division, I would say it's the Bills. Yep. The 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 masses just keep putting a lot on um, Belichick, like Belichick. Whatever they have in New England is going to be that great without Brady. The game management of um, of Brady is gone. And but hey, somebody somehow, some way, a lot of a lot of rankings that I've seen, you know, on the internet and stuff like that, they're overlooking that stuff. Like everyone is saying that the, the still the number one team in. In, in that division is New England. And I get it. They have proven. I don't and see it. I can't see I it either. I can't see that. I can't I see it. Without, everyone with, is agreeing with that. Without I mean, that quarterback, man, I just don't see only, it. I, I, get, I understand good coaching counts. Good co- but coaching counts. Lot. But you have to have the players to do it. I understand the system counts, but you still have to have players that can execute on that. And I just don't see New England being that great of a team. Like every Like, I've seen multiple rankings where – New England is winning the division. Even in Vegas, looking like I do a lot of betting too. So I, even looking at in Vegas, they're having them 
winning because of Belichick. But I mean, Dan Olowski from ESPN was probably the only guy that I don't like agreeing with him after watching him play. He was like a quarterback for Detroit Lions. Only guy that I saw run out of bounds and got a uh, safety going backwards and still trying to pass the ball, right? (laughs) After everybody blew the whistle and everything, right? But Dan was like, listen, what did New England do? They lost, what, all their starters in the defense. They only have four returning starters, their safeties and their corners. What have they done? Nothing. They got a, they, I mean, they have their running backs, but Edelman's the only receiver out there. And their running backs, you, like, you, you have no faith like, yeah. in their running backs. You can't. If you start one of their running backs, it's like, fingers crossed. Let's see, we already talked about James White. <laughs> James White, let's see if they're going to I mean, I mean, I think Sony Michelle will have. He'll be a workhorse. I think he's going to be a workhorse, yeah. yeah. Because, because um, Jared Stidman, which we're now talking about New England, but no. I, I don't know anything about him. I disagree with I disagree with both of you guys. In you don't think he's going to be a workhorse? Sony going to be a workhorse. No, he's going to be a red, a red zone. Um, a red zone. Who do you uh, think is going to be the workhorse? Yeah, who's on James the Washington. Um, James uh, White? White. James White. No. James White was a third over. round. Uh, Let me explain down. to you why yeah, I say he's James a, White. He's a PPR. He's I think oh. this dude is going to check, is check down Charlie. Like I don't know the quarterback, but I feel like this quarterback is going to be a check down Charlie. I think he, he needs benefited he Brady. Need, he needs some. They need somebody to check. Check. He's. It's a. It's a new quarterback, right? It's a new quarterback. What does new quarterback usually do? Check down a lot. Like Listen. they'll see the brush right, so coming right, and me, they check down. Well, okay, let me so ask you this question. For for their game, to, for Belichick game to so flourish, you don't think I think they're gonna use. Don't get me wrong. They're so, gonna use Michelle in in, in in the middle of the field, but I think James White will have more value. It's gonna be like an Eckler. Like he, they're gonna check. He's gonna check. It's a it's a new quarterback. They're gonna check down to him a lot. Like that's a, just how I'm looking at. Possibly, it. but I just I think that connection with with James White they and Brady is gone. They need to move the ball, and I can't take that. I, and I know that's White the can, thing. It wasn't yeah. White can catch. Right? So think so about I it. I don't see that with James White. I so yeah, I think right. James White is like it's over. James White. I don't. I don't want to say over. But I, I do think that Steven is he was probably a PPR beast oh, for, yeah, for many years. Yeah, he was. All right. So if you're if you're playing against New England, right? You're playing against New England, you know, um, and your defense. What do you, what do you, what are you most likely gonna do? You're gonna are you gonna think that their wide receiver won't get the ball and just rush blitz all that stuff? And if they're blitzing, the only way to get out of that is not rushing the ball. It's like dumping it off to your. I it's, agree with you, yeah. but why not Sony? Why not Sony dump the ball? Sony doesn't catch the ball, bro. Sony t- can catch. He doesn't catch the ball. That what are you talking about? That no. was how their plan was before. It's because Sony Belichick don't believe he can catch the ball. It's like, what are you Belichick talking about? No. The ball, man. Listen, Belichick Sony, Sony is a between. Have multiple, no, multiple Sony. Tell me what spread. Like, when. Tell me a moment when you see Sony Michelle having a lot of success in catching the ball. Like, he, that's not his game. That's not how Belichick want to use him. So why do you think that coming into this year, he's going to be like, okay, Sony, I'm going to give you the opportunity to catch the ball a couple of times this year? Unless these I, players are slipped to rounds that, are un, what, that I can't drive them, the whole team to me is, is a COVID. I, I, yeah, uh, the whole team is to me. And that's not hating on them because they're in my division or anything like that, but the whole team is. Because everything that we sound, we, we, we're not agreeing on anything. Like, and it just sounds, the, even it's, kill, it's a whole gamble. Even to kill Harry. Even last year when Nikhil Harry got drafted, I was like, oh, this hey. kid is going to be. Sony Michelle, 74 yards in, in 13 games, in the first 13 games. Receiving. Catching? It's a receiving. Receiving. It's, 74 it's a yards. It's a different system, though. Do it's going to be a different system. Yeah, I know. 
You know how, how many yards James White had in, in those? 514. How, much, how many times did he run the ball? How many rushing yards? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it, there won't be any – nobody will respect the pass. Like, that's what I'm – if I'm a defense, you have a new quarterback coming in. I'm not I – don't, I don't know the ability because nobody knows the ability because nobody has seen that offseason and see this quarterback in action. But, dude, there's no tight end. There's no receivers. I know the right. receiver so is why wouldn't be either team, Sony or so White. why no so it won't be so, why would you think it's Sony no, when Sony has never catched the ball, bro? What I'm saying is that I'm gonna drop down. This is, we're trying to say White uh, Sony is gonna have more opportunities than White will have. You're saying White is gonna start over Sony. That's no, it's not about starting. I'm just saying value. I think White will have more value than Sony. That's Sony. Why, yeah, I think Sony's gonna have more value because he's gonna be able to run the ball. Because as a why defense, wouldn't you, as a defense, as why a, wouldn't you stop the box? Because as a defense, I know Stidman's gonna check down, so I'm gonna drop my um, my linebackers down or my strong safety to x out White. There's no Edelman that's gonna I be a slot Sony receiver and make the, sure they're blitz. Bro, if I see Sony in the game. I'm putting eight men in the box. They've been, they've and, been both the players. They both running backs have been in the game at the same time. Right? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, if I see Sony in the game, I'm stocking the box more than anything else. What? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got you. Because I don't respect this dude passing the ball down the field. So I just look at it differently. I don't. I just. Anytime you see that, you know, you have a new quarterback, a rookie quarterback, and stuff like that. Hey, you're gonna have to beat me throwing the ball. I'm gonna I'm I'm go ahead and stop the, stop the established running back and the established line that you have right now. That's what I'm gonna do to beat you. And then knock it up. Well, halftime, bro. Halftime. <laughs> halftime now? I've never seen somebody represent New England so bad right now, bro. I'm not representing <laughs> New England, man. Jeez, I, just, I, just... I love it when Dolphins people argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halftime show, man. What's going on with the news? Sports wise, right? We were talking about. Basketball coming back. Yeah, NBA, uh, NBA coming back, man. So um, halftime. Let's see. Like, what's your philosophy on them coming back? What What would you like to see, PJ, on on the NBA coming back? I know you're are you talking NBA about the fan. teams or how? No, how you want them to finish the season? How would you? I'm, you know, I'm torn on it in the sense of a part of me, from a fan perspective, I want to see the the NBA come back, but. From a perspective of, I, I, I don't like the fact that it's going to have an asterisk, asterisk mark um, on the season. So you have to find a way to make everything work. Um, I saw in an article today that they're trying to figure out the teams that are on the edge to make the playoffs. Um, they're trying to figure out, I think it was Portland, Sacramento, and a couple other teams. They're trying to make them have like a mini tournament to see if they could get into the, the, the playoffs and then they're gonna break it into brackets. So you have to find a way that's convenient and then we won't look back on the season and put an asterisk on it, you know? And you have to, and that's hard to find because you're shrinking everything, you're housing everybody in Orlando. I don't think there's gonna be any fans there. So to me, it's like, it's kind of like a wasted season, but you're, try, you're trying to revive something that that, that was broken. You know? I mean, you have to. So what's, you have to. So you're the commish, right? You're the commission of, uh, commissioner of the NBA. NBA. What, you know, bills has to be paid, right? That's bills have to be paid. Right. right. So, so I, would, I would have. So how would you bring the season back? I would have those teams on the cusp. I think, sev- I think seven through ten had a very similar. They were a couple games apart. West side or east side? Both. So, um, because you can't, the teams that are borderline, you can't just leave them out. Of course. You know, that's not fair. So, the teams that, are, that, that won't have a chance, yeah, you can leave them out. And I think they're okay with that. 
Um, but those teams, you have to have like a mini tournament, right? So then you got that mini tournament. That has to happen first. And then you go into the playoffs. And I think you shrink it, maybe not a seven-game series, but you shrink it to a five-game series. Yeah. All right, so I, I, I think we keep it the same way, right? Only difference is, is, you know, we got eight seeds on each side, right? Yes. So the tight ones are between probably seven to eight, six, six seven, and eight are really tight, right? Even, dude, some in the West, it's like six through ten or, or like two games really apart. They're no, no, really what tight, I'm saying yeah. is like around that corner, so six down, right? Six so down I, makes it, and then seven, eight, nine, and ten yeah. have a mini tournament. I think because they're so close to it, right? I think six, seven, and eight, if you're close to that number, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, they go into a tournament. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they go into a tournament to get into that seven and eight seed or six, seven and eight seed, and then then we got our teams, and then we go back to the regular norm of how playoffs are. We're giving you the opportunity. You know, you can do the tournament as there's two out of win two out of the three games. I can't. Or you want to go one game? No, no. No, Of course, you don't want to go NCA. So you got to go two or three games. No, I think it's it's got to be a minimum five games. Ah, that's too much. Minimum five games. It's not, dude. We've seen. I think it's too much. The Cleveland Cavaliers come back from a a down three one. So you can't. You got to give in the in the NBA. It's not like football. It's, it's, it's not like soccer or any other sport. You need multiple games to decide yes, which team is Yes, but you don't better. have enough time. Unless you're going to, like, because well, even, eventually you're going to have to reduce. If you don't keep it at five or seven games, right, five to seven games, you're going to have to reduce it up top in the regular playoffs because it's going to merge into a season. I say best out of five, and you start the, the, the next season late. That's how I see it. I don't think you could do anything less than five games. Then you're three never going to be on time. Best out of three. Oh, two two of your role players could go off for for two but games you, and you win a best out of three if you, series. If you start you know, the season hey, late, no matter what, you're no, never going to be on time you, for the next season. So yeah, so that's the problem. Yeah, but it's okay not to. I'm saying it's okay not to be on time for next nah, season. No, that's the problem because they want to See, be back on track. Track for the next season. So all right. So I have a similar philosophy, right? So my philosophy is this: um, ten ten from the east, ten from the west, right? Um, that's how I would do it. Like so, ten teams right now. Based on the current ranking, we're going to go 10 from the east, 10 from the west. The top four teams, meaning the, divi- the, the, the leader of both east and west and the second from east and west, those sit out. And then you just put the, the 16 teams on, like, a bracket format, a bracket, a bracket format, like, similar to, the, um, to what NCAA have for March Madness. But how I would do it, though, is not necessarily to say everybody play all the way to the end and then, you know, play those top four teams. Right. But for the first round per se, we go ahead and eliminate the bottom four and then those other four would be added to that bracket. So that's how I would do it. Like you know So you're, I mean? mixing, the you're mixing the east and west. You're mixing the east and west? No no no. You have east on one oh, side, okay, west okay. on one side. Okay. And it's right. a bracket format and we just come in and um three to five games, as you were saying, but one either one, I'm I'm cool with three. Um it it's gonna Your be argument, dude. Oh, three, three, three games. Say, a best out of three. They don't want to. This is the thing. You do don't want to compete with the NFL. The NFL is about to do their full season, and people have been hungry for sport. And NFL is so much bigger than like that. The NBA. The, the NBA yeah. So you do not want to compete. So you, you want to shorten that season. So I agree with um, C in regards to like doing the three game. Three games. Hey, you lose one. It's best out of three. You lose one. All right. 
it's your it's the the team and the coach's responsibility to motivate your team to come back out and play. But, if but you get eliminated and if two, somebody win two games in a row, you're out. But even that's th- even think about that, man. We got 30 seconds before halftime. It's over. But think about this: you're going on a tournament, right? Now you're saying five games. There's five games I have to pay three other teams or four other teams before I can actually get into the playoffs. And then once I get into the playoffs, I'm already worn out from playing three other teams on a five-game yeah. series to yeah, go play it, LeBron each, that's chilling, waiting okay, for me. Okay, but <laughs> life isn't fair. So you already had, what, I think it was an average of 30 games that's already missed. Yeah. So And you, you've been chilling for, what, three months now with this COVID nah, thing? Nah, you know that's so, not the same, man. That's or even, like, same. even flip it. Like, not, not necessarily saying that the top four teams – Sit. I would probably even say, hey, the bottom four teams play like a tournament style, three games, uh, win two games, and you're in. You're in, yeah. And then we just do the regular playoff after that. Two games is nothing. Two games, you're, you see what I'm you're saying? good. That's like so, playing the regular season. Right. So that that will – You go to five games, intense games? Right? Yeah, I think I think That's tough. five games because now they're going to have to play not back-to-back but every other day. Yeah. And I think it will be an advantage for the teams that are resting. To, to You know what I mean? So those teams that are trying to make it in there, yo, the last four teams, you guys going to battle for that eight, you know, seventh and eighth spots. Right, so in each division, last four in each division, um, and you're gonna battle for that seven and eight spots, and then just do a tournament style, man. Um, they have to minimize, they have to shrink um, the season. So by doing that, they give and do five game or three game series every other day, all throughout the day. They're in the same venue, whatever. There no, there's no traveling or anything like that. I think it it could be accomplished if they do something like that, man. So, yeah, so that's just my take. That was halftime, man. Please let us know what you guys think about this. Uh, I think they should have it up within like the next week or two weeks. I too, told right? you guys they're gonna start the playoffs, man. They weren't gonna play no regular season. Nice. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't like saying it. I don't, I don't like saying it, but whatever. Third quarter, man. Uh, we're looking at the AFC West, Denver Broncos. This is one of my favorite teams, man. Really? Like, I'm not even gonna lie, man. Denver Why are you Broncos, so hype on the Broncos? I don't know, man. man. There's something about the Broncos. Yo, you that really I think like. Broncos really, is about to take over Kansas City, bro? Yo, I really think. I, I don't think they're gonna take over Kansas City, but I think they're gonna make noise, man. I think. I agree. I think the Broncos has a great team, especially offensive players, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, hey, look, a lot of people are sleeping on Drew Luck, man. I, I think Drew Luck is going to be a force to reckon with. I know, I know a lot of people are looking like, oh, Drew Luck, who's Drew Luck, blah, blah, blah. He didn't do whatever last year. But I think Drew Luck is going to be a really, really, really good, good quarterback this year. Um, he's, he's a number two quarterback for me. Yeah, he, um, he, he played two games last year, averaged 19 fantasy points per game. Um, he's surrounded by weapons. I look at the, the Denver Broncos just like how I look at Buffalo. Um, there's football-wise, they're a really good team. Fantasy-wise, it's a lot of question marks because we have the. I think Cortland Sutton is definitely a, a, a quarantine, but then you have Jared Judy, you, you have Noah Font. Too. You have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lizzie that, that could both catch the ball. Right. So there's so much players that's competing against each other from a fantasy football and honestly, standpoint. don't forget Deshaun Hamilton, man. Exactly. So from a fantasy standpoint, it's kind of – it's very risky depending on the rounds that you pick these guys in. I think Drew Locke is the safest pick because he's the guy that has the ball and he's surrounded by all this talent. So I agree with Ren on – where um, you know the value of yeah, Drew Locke. Yeah, I agree with you on that. What do you, 
Man, what do you think about the Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay? Is, is Royce Freeman still there? He's there, man. But I don't. I'm. I'm not putting a lot of stock in that. Like I, I think it's going to be a split backfield between Philip Lindsay and um, Melvin Gordon. I just don't like. There is nothing. Philip Lindsay did nothing to lose his job. You feel me? Like he was really, really good for the past two years in fantasy, bro. And um, so. I think it's probably going to be like a 60-40 split with Melvin Gordon or something something similar to that. I don't think it's going to be the Melvin Gordon show. So because of that, um, I see Melvin Gordon going like fourth round and all that stuff. I'm pretty skeptical about that in regards to picking Melvin Gordon because um, at the same time, like Philip Lindsay is capable, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's so why I would. Do you go after both of them? Do you – Say hey, listen, it's too. Yeah, but they're not even handcuffs. They're not even. They're not even handcuffs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so it's kind of like playing a 49ers running back, right? You just don't know what's gonna happen. Right, it's like having two running backs on your team to satisfy one position. Yeah, and that's just a uh, for me personally how I draft. I just think that's a waste of a spot. Yep, you know what I mean. It's just a waste. It's just a waste of a spot. I don't think I would, you know, feature any one of these guys. But if they're there in the right round, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll draft them if I see Melvin Gordon in a particular round. I won't say, yeah, I'm drafting him. It's, it's like the, um, it's like the Nick Chubb effect last last year or the Derrick Henry effect last year. I, I, I know it's not the same scenario, but hey, if everybody's avoiding these players in the right round, I'll definitely pick one of these players. All right, let's go Vegas Raiders. Black hole. Derek Carr. He'll be on waivers all year. Marcus Mariota. He doesn't. Uh, he, he's he's on a team, and Winston is not. That that, that you, ends that topic. Do you think Marcus Mariota is going to take over David Carr's position? No, man. no, oh, no, 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 no bro. As much he's as lucky I don't. he's still in the NFL. <laughs> as much Which as one? I because it seems like both of them on the same path. So who's lucky? As, no, Marcus is lucky. Marcus is, Marcus 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 is, is lucky. lucky. As much as I'm not like much of a Derek Carr fan, he's he's just he's not bad though. He's not bad, but at the same time, he's not great. Like you know what I mean? Derek Carr is a decent uh, quarterback. quarterback. You know what I mean? Um, like, I like Derek Carr. I'm not I'm not gonna front. I do like Derek Carr. I, he's not dude, scared to throw that ball, man. Dude, anybody? Roughly, I mean, he, I mean, his stats ain't that great. Roughly three thousand yards yeah, with thirty one hundred. Uh, yeah, 16 touchdowns, right? Yeah. Um, so he's not that bad. One, I'm sorry, 17 touchdowns. It's not that bad. It's just a matter of, like, man, he, there's nothing to get excited about. 18 touchdowns, actually. Yeah, but 18. I think Marcus Mariota is bad. If yeah. Ryan Tannehill comes in and does a better job with the Titans than you did, you're bad. You're bad, dude. <laughs> I, 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 hey, man, I agree with you, man. <laughs> The safest pick, the best pick, obviously. That's, that's you know what's funny, man? I, Ryan was not a bad quarterback with the Dolphins. The system that he was in was horrible for him. The coaches wouldn't allow him to, co- um, to you know, transition on, and, and change the plays on the field. He has that opportunity. He got the opportunity last year. I, as I keep saying, Derrick Henry helped him a lot to get that contract. This year is that. Yeah. Is he that quarterback? Or is he the regular quarterback that we've been seeing time after time. So Ryan Tannehill or Derek Carr, who do you draft? I'm going Derek Carr. 
Yeah, he has the weapons now. You know what I mean? Yeah, based on their draft, far. you know, based on their draft, you know what I mean? They had a plethora of wide receivers. <laughs> I, I just I think Derek think... is not scared. I think Derek is not scared. Tannehill is. Yeah, I think Derek is not scared. I think overall Derek is a better quarterback, better arm, better accuracy. Um, Josh Jacobs, to me, will finish in the top five running backs. He's the only running back there. Yeah, so I finished, <laughs> I think he finished his top five. He finished number 11 last year, 13 fantasy points a game. I also think Waller, I would also quarantine. I think he'll finish with the most targets on the team. Really? Yes. More than uh, Renfroy? Hunter Renfroy? Yes. Who? Hunter. Sorry. Hunter Renfroy from no, Clemson. No. You think who's going to be? Uh, Darren oh, Waller. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Waller, Waller is – see, I think Waller production is going to go down. Um, the reason for that is because of their draft. And, Ruggs. You, you know what I mean? They them got getting multiple Ruggs. receivers, bro. Right. Yeah, but and, Ruggs is a flyer. So how many bombs – Yeah, well, you have to understand that's – I feel like Waller was a product of his – of what the team had yep. at the Correct. time. You see what I'm saying? So with Antonio Brown, you know, vacating – and um, he, they, they didn't have they receiver. didn't have that um, you know that number one wide receiver and uh, so I think Walla was a product of that so now that they have Rugs in this offense it's gonna take some 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 production away from Waller uh, moving forward just that's just my take on that so I I would be weary don't get me wrong Waller is. There's not a lot of great tight ends out there or tight ends that I he want to invest in. He finished number four last year. Yeah, I, it's not, there, there's definitely not. Um, he didn't have a much touchdowns, though. That's the only thing. He had a lot of yardage. So that's why I look at that and say, hey, he's a product of, like, not having enough wide receiver or capable wide, wide receiver. So I, 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 he's on my radar. Um, so I'm not trying to disrespect Waller. Um, he had over 1,000 yards. Um, but if you look at his touchdown production, he didn't have much touchdown. I think he had only had like three yeah. touchdown all year. Mm-hmm. So that's to show you that, hey, the reason why he had so many yards is because there was no other wide receiver that Derek Carr trusts. Um, but now Derek, Derek Carr has a plethora of wide receiver to One choose from. One of the big from. guys, man. I Obviously, think, I think he's going to be a super – like, right – Rugs being one of the major, major. And they went for – that's the first wide receiver off the board because they, yep. it fits they their offense. They needed somebody they can stretch the field. So, with that said, I think um, Waller production will be – Decreased. Decreased. I'm and not I saying, think I think he's probably going to – At the end of the COVID-19, season, he's probably – No, I'm definitely co- um, yeah, you quarantine, quarantine him. him. But I think um, where he's going right now, I'll be wary of that. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, I, like, dude, I like the guy, um, the kid from South Carolina too, Brian Edwards, that Oakland uh, drafted. So I think with Ruggs there as that slot receiver, that speedy guy, Brian Edwards, that's six and a half, you know, the height-wise, 212 pounds, I, dude's a beast and just catching the ball, especially from when he was in South Carolina, South Carolina. So they, like you said, you got a lot of receivers out there. Derek Carr has toys right now. So now it's on Derek Carr. Can you throw the ball? You know, last year, like I said, 17 touchdowns, eight interceptions. The only thing I worry about, I know we, t- we spoke about uh, Josh Jacobs, and don't get me wrong, Josh Jacobs is the only running back there that's even worth He's talking only, about. I, I but think Jalen is over there. Yeah, but he, yeah, his receiving yards, if he can, if he can get his receiving yards up, 
I think um, he'll be in the top, like the top echelon of uh, running backs. Because funny enough, he was known for his pass catching ability. Yep. Ability, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And um, but you I know, mean, you were all Gruden. on him last year for fantasy football. Oh man, I know. Like, Yo, I, I, was like, I, was, I was like, I don't care Perfect. what y'all doing. I knew I. Because I look at the backfield and there was absolutely nobody PJ else. PJ was there. the same way. PJ yeah, was saying, him. yo, Josh Davis, Josh yeah. yeah, he was talking about Josh him. before yeah. fantasy. He was like, yo, he's going to be the rookie of the year. Like, I drafted him and him then traded him. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I knew he was going to be a beast, man. And I, I, I only see an upside for him uh, coming into this year. And now that they even have wide receivers that can stretch the field, <sighs> I think it's going to be easy for him it's to gonna run. It's going to be a tough decision yep. over there. You see what I'm saying? So. Um, what was his stats? He had over 1,000 yards, 1,150 yards, you know what I mean, seven touchdowns. Y'all see him touchdown. going in the second round? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Easy. Definitely. Easy. Easy. I promise you in the second round, if nobody takes him, I'm, I'm there on him. I'm, I'm there yeah. on it. Uh, that, that's no easy. joke. Um, um, what do you think about, like, the other, like, Tyrell Williams, man? They, 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 uh, they signed him last year from, um, from San Diego or L.A. right now. Um, I thought he was going to come in and be a really, really good wide receiver. And, and I thought with, um, with Antonio Brown leaving, he was going to take a hold of that w- number one spot, but he didn't. Like, like, only, only, only 651 yards. Yep. Um, I mean, he had a lot of tu- um, multiple touchdowns, six, or six touchdowns for the season. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he was terrible, but at the same time, he's like a wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Uh, last but, year, as the number, and, you but know, he's always he was been viewed that. as the number one. He's but, a, he's always been a wide receiver, number three man. He's not a he's not a good route runner, right? He's a one trick pony, and that trick is go deep and jump. Yeah, and but, he has speed, but it's go deep and jump. Without without um, without Antonio Brown being there. That was his opportunity to step sure, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that like, that's how you see. Like you see how yeah, Waller was going crazy. Yeah, because. He got comfortable with Waller instead of Terrell. Terrell is more of this one-trick pony. Yeah, I think he's going to probably be he's going like down that, that. a wide receiver four, wide receiver five for me. I'm not, yeah. It's not somebody I'm targeting, um, even though they have a better team. I would, I would probably pick um, Ruggs over him. Yeah, probably. I would, I would pick yeah, Ruggs over him. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's, just, that's just me. Um, is a plethora. It's going to be a plethora. Of I actually thought last year Zay Jones was going to be good for Oakland, and he was that, not good. I, that's I what thought I thought. he was going to be the starter. <laughs> I, I thought, thought he was going to take over Zay from Jones Buffalo. Remember only, Zay Jones? Yeah, 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 Zay yeah, Jones. Yeah. That's how. Uh, um, Yo, Buffalo was really hot on him. Yeah, right? and yeah. he didn't show. show he didn't show up there, and he went to he went to Las Vegas. He had the opportunity to go ahead and like take a hold of that team as well and show his talent. And it's the same thing there, bro. Like he. I don't get it, man. These wide receivers are getting opportunities. That the next, they don't have that next man up mentality. Seems like you know what I mean. Because Zay Jones had the opportunity to you know to come in and you know make a name for himself, and he did and not. He did not. He, you have rookie Hunter Renfro coming in, having you know significant production he had over a way him. better season than Zay Jones. Yeah, uh, forty-nine receptions, six hundred and five yards. Uh, for the season like and four, four, yeah, four, four touchdowns. While Zay Jones coming in, um, which was graded higher, having only 27, um, 27 reception for two hundred and sixteen yards, no touchdowns. That's terrible. That's man. it. That was it. That so was he's he's a definitely COVID for me. Like he's not even, it's not even draftable for me. Let's go to fourth Three. quarter, man. We got L.A. Chargers 
LA Chargers. I like New Jersey <laughs> though, man. Um, LA Chargers and Kansas City Chiefs here. Kansas City, we say the best for last. What do you think about LA Chargers, man? I mean, this is the biggest topic, right? We got Tyrod Taylor. Is he going to be the quarterback? Is he not going to be the quarterback? Is Justin Herbert going to take over? I know PJ said, yo, Justin's taking over, starter. If not, by second, third week, right? Yeah. Um, then you got Austin Eckler. Is he going to do well with, without Gordon, Gordon there? Would Justin be the next Austin Eckler? Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joe Reed. What do you guys think? Who's your COVID on this team? Who's your quarantine? So, all right. So, there is absolutely – all right, all the known players, right, yeah. that are currently on the team, you know, um, Allen, Eckler, Williams, Henry. Um, they're all quarantined for me, but it's, it all depends on the round. Um, I feel like the quarterback situation is going to be a problem, like, you know what I mean, them going back and forth. and um, I don't think they're going to go back and forth. Hey, man. Like what do you, what they want to see what they draft. I don't. I don't. I, I understand what you're saying. It's the same thing with Baker Mayfield, man. You remember that Baker Mayfield situation? Yeah, <laughs> Baker Mayfield situation. I, I think it's been the same thing all his career. So with the quarterback situation <laughs> with Josh, too, yeah, with a quarterback team. situation, it affects. You remember Keenan Allen was a PPR monster, um, top five receivers over the last what four years? Who? Keenan Allen. Yes. Um, so. I think the safest pick, the, the 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 quarantine is definitely Austin Eckler. He's going to have a big year again. Um, if it's Herbert that that's commanding that that offense, he's going to be checking down a lot um, to Eckler. Um, Eckler is going to be running a lot. Um, I still think Keenan Allen is worth a pickup. I wouldn't be comfortable picking him up in the second round though. Keenan? Yeah. No way. So no. Um, I know somebody may I know reach. Some people will. Yeah. Some people will reach. Um, he's a late thirder to me. Um, I'm not even looking at him actually this year. There's, there's. I, I'm, I'm not looking at him. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not looking at him this year. I mean, he would in, have in to fall to. Round. Yeah, he would have to yeah. fall to where it's like, okay, I gotta get yeah. him now. because he's like, he's at that point a risk taker, right? Yeah, he's you don't a, know what. It's not Philip Rivers or something. It's there, not Philip Rivers. The quarterback says Tyrod Taylor could throw the ball. I think Justin Herbert could throw the ball too, but I'm not sure about what's going on. So Austin okay, so Eckler cool. is definitely a top running back in the NFL. Yeah, because we're looking at who he's actually comfortable with at that point, right? Exactly. And Herbert is not comfortable with nobody, so we don't know who exactly. it's going to be. I mean, the only thing you can assume with Herbert, even with Tyrod, it, 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 most likely Hunter Henry. Hunter is probably going to get that ball. Just like yeah. we were talking about previously before with LHR, uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders, how Waller was just getting the ball last year. That may be difference now because now he got wide receivers. You know, so it's all about who Ty, Tyrod or Justin is comfortable with. Personally... I, I'm not picking up any of them. Uh, well, as far as, like, quarterback Justin or Tyrod. Yeah. I do think Tyrod is going to start. I do think he's going to take an opportunity, but he better win. Because if he doesn't win, he's going to lose that job. Tyrod can throw the ball. Um, if he plays a significant amount, um, I can see the benefit um, Keenan Allen would get. Because um, I, I can see that, that link up happening a lot. Um, I just don't think they drafted a, a, a quarterback that high not to play him and that's my my situation so um it's a team that's it's going to be in an experiment it's not the system that they were in the years past well let's just say let's let's just say san diego starts to win 
they're winning games. Let's say they're three and zero, right? With Tyrod. Tyrod. Yeah. yeah. Do you mess up that system? And no, just they're going to keep it the same. Um, and obviously, I think whoever drafted Keenan Allen would be benefiting. Yeah. Because if Tyrod is commanding the offense, I think Keenan Allen is going to be getting the ball. Um, and obviously, Austin Eckler in any situation, he's going to be performing. Um, it's funny, I man. I'm, I'm telling you, I hope Chargers do well because I want to see Tyrod su- succeed. Succeed? Yeah, because you, you see all the other teams, you know, like we were just talking about, he was with the Browns and the Baker Mayfield issue occurred. Yeah. You know, he was with the, um, who was it, the Buffalo, right? Yeah. Josh, um, Josh situation occurred. occurred yeah. Before then, he was with the Ravens, and Ravens just never gave him the right opportunity because Flacco was over there. So he never had an opportunity to, to be that starting quarterback. So I'm hoping that he gets that chance to go in and start, right? Um, Justin Jackson, I, I'm, he's one of those guys too. Do you cuff him just like a Melvin Gordon and, and Eckler situation just to kind of see how yes. he is? You cuff him? Yes, you cuff him. You cuff him. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Uh, you have to. Cuff, he played man. well before. Listen, man, I, I'm telling you. Well, like, when I, I say cuff, like I mean, not, we're not talking about cuff as far as in this scenario that hey, if Eckler gets hurt, Justin's gonna start. I'm talking about cuff as far as like hey, that one-two punch. Will Justin succeed? Will Justin be that Eckler? Like no, Melvin was. I don't no, think, no, I don't no, think so. So you think Eckler no, was gonna have, have the whole have 100% game. snaps? Yeah, I, yes. uh, don't get me wrong. He will have game. Just uh, think about it. The first four games last year when. Um, when Melvin held out, right? Yeah. Um, you saw what Eckler did. They had that, like they trusted Eckler, like yeah. you know. So I don't see any differences here, man. I think Eckler is gonna be a beast this year. Like right now, Eckler ADP is probably round one. Like they're yeah, people, he's going round one. Yeah, people are looking at Eckler because they remember what that, those four games were like. I'm so last upset with year. my boy, you know man. I mean? he, he got him in the fifth round, and he, he wanted to trade me uh, Eckler, and I just I was like, no, nah, I'm not trading Geese. Because you were greedy, man. I was greedy, bro. I should It's funny. Been. That same person you're talking about, he wanted Galladay. Um, and he wanted Galladay and someone else, and I said Galladay for Eckler straight up at the time. Yeah. And he didn't do it. And, yeah. So upset about that, man. Yo, that's, but that's a smart dude. What do you think about Mike Williams? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Mike Williams on the uh, on the Chargers here? Do you think he's gonna have a better year? Do you think he's gonna top Keenan Allen, or do you think he's gonna be that mediocre guy? Mediocre guy. I think I still think Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is a good route runner. He's a good receiver. Um, I think he's still gonna be like I said. If Tyrod is there and he's playing majority of the games, I think Keenan Allen is still gonna. It's going to be the, the one that gets the lion's share of targets. Let's go to Kansas City, man. Kansas City Chiefs. We got your number one pick you were talking about, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, right, right? <laughs> you said you were going to give the world for him. Yeah, man. Hey, um, <laughs> you sleeping on Clyde, man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, uh, Damon Williams. Boy. Yeah, my homeboy. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, excuse me. Um, then we got, what, Hardman, Sammy Watkins, and uh, Travis Kelsey, man. I'm, I'm, am I missing anybody from that squad? No. I mean, yeah, Watkins. They, I mean, you're good. No, Watkins is good. He said Watkins. <laughs> um, the Pat There's Mahomes, so many receivers over there, man. Yeah, the Pat Mahomes boy situation. So, funny, I, I've been debating in our league. I know Tyreek is going to be available. Yep. Um, I've been debating on if I would pick him in the first round, if I had a late first round pick. Um, and I'm not sure, man. Um, he has big play. He's definitely a quarantine. Well, if, you got a, if you got a late first-round pick, then you got a good second-round pick, too. 
You got a yeah. first second round pick. Yeah, but the yo, thing about so yo, you gonna you gonna go ahead and choose your keeper, bro, or are we just kinda wasting time? Are we gonna talk about that or right, gonna gonna I would just I just wanna know. Wait until the end of the show. Go ahead, my man. So um <laughs> are you gonna announce it on the show? Yeah. I think you should just announce it on the show. <laughs> just announce it on the just show. Just announce bro. on the show, bro. Go ahead, just man. Do it, we man. give you the platform. All right, well, that's that's gonna be my bull prediction. That's your bull prediction. That was my bull prediction. So Tyreek Hill. Um I'm not sure if He's definitely a quarantine. He would be a godsend if you could get him in the second round. But yeah, I think he's a, he's a first-round pick. The problem is that I don't love the fact that he doesn't get a lot of targets. But when he gets those targets. No, but he's a big play guy. So yeah. my best friend has him in his draft, in his dynasty league. And I'm telling him that Tyreek it will give you at least two games. With 50 fantasy points, for sure. He's going to give you that. Because he's going to have that game that he just breaks away for like 60 yards, yeah. 70 yards. But he does have games where he has 10 fantasy points, eight And fantasy that's points, where you, you know? got to know how to draft your receivers and hope that uh, the other receivers that you got gives you those extra points to get you past that week if he only gives you 10 that week. Yeah, because he doesn't get peppered with targets. Yeah, because so so many receivers you, out there. So let's play devil's advocate here. Like, um, this is a fantasy, fantasy show, and uh, I like to get – Opinions on a certain things, so you could get um, our insight on. Nah, on not not insight. I don't. I listen. I I tune you guys out when I'm doing my fantasy drive. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, I think there was but, one year you did not tune us out because we came out you. But <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you a question. So, based on the wide receivers that you know, yes, what wide receivers are you willing to drive over Tyreek Hill? Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas is the number one wide receiver in football. Um, I say Devontae is number two. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to spitball some names? Yeah, spitball right, some so, names. Uh, Hopkins, I'm not. Hopkins, I would have said yes, but in a new system, um, you have Christian iffy. Kirk and you have Larry Fitz uh, out there, Kenyon Drake. So Julio I would, Jones. Yes, I would take Julio over Tyreek. Okay, all right, cool. So Tyreek Hill is the fourth uh, wide receiver coming off the board. But hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Do you think Tyreek Tyreek Hill is kind of the same as Julio? That he gives you those little points here and there, and then explodes. Julio is more consistent. Julio just doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. Touchdowns. That's but the he only gets peppered with, with targets. targets. And with a being in a PPR league, that's key because yep. it's a one point PPR league that we're in, right? Yep. And Julio takes the lion's share of, of the targets, targets yeah. on that team. So yeah, granted, he may not score a touchdown. But he's getting the yardage and he's getting peppered with targets. So I think Julio Jones is I would I would choose Julio Jones over Tyreek Hill. What about um, Chris Godwin? No. No, because Mike Evans is there. Yes. New quarterback. Um I don't think don't get me wrong, I still keep my sentiment about Noodle Arm. I have to see him prove <laughs> me differently. Um so until this is not Moss days, man. I know when Moss was there, he was putting the ball down the field. I know the dude is competitive. I'm, I'm fingers crossed he's gonna prove me wrong, and I'm hoping he proves me I, wrong. I think he's kind of half. But with Manning. but with the plethora of um, weapons, weapons that he has, exactly. that's that's the reason why. Who is the number two? Who is the number two wide receiver in um, in Kansas City? It's Kelsey. It's everybody. Right. You see oh, what I'm well, saying? I mean, yeah, if you're talking about that, the hyper. So, so yeah. the thing Kelsey. with we're talking about Brady and, and the Bucks here, Godwin is going to regress. Not badly, but it's going to regress because of all the weapons there. And, and Brady likes to spread the ball. 
so he doesn't lock into one. If one, Godwin one. regresses, then that means Evans going to regress a lot too. I, when I say I, I say they're going to minorly regress, he's going to have a guy that he favors. Uh-huh. I just don't know who that guy is going to be. Right. Um, Godwin, Godwin was a surprise. I don't think he's going to be that surprise this year. The the thing that um, I know we're not talking about uh, Tampa Bay Tampa, is right. yet, yeah. but. As for as far as Brady goes, I think they need to establish that running back because Brady do a lot of play action and he feeds off that play action because he had Sony Michelle and he had um, you know James White that he can use. They need to figure out who the, that running back is going to be in Tampa for him to be successful. I'm, I'm glad you said running backs because going back to Kansas City on their running backs issues with Clyde there and Damian Williams. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, who, who do you choose at that point? Do you think Damien is going to have a good season? Do you think he's going to regress? Do you think Clyde is going to – because everybody in their world thinks that Clyde is going to be this back no, that's going to go crazy. No receiver – no, sorry, no running back on, in a Pat Mahomeboy system will be a great fantasy running back. It's going to be the same situations that we've seen with since, since – um, Pat Mahomes has been there. In the sense of, they're never going to be a workhorse back. D- Damian Williams give you games of 30 fantasy points, and then he gives you three consecutive games after that of six fantasy points. And in a system where Patrick Mahomes is so good and so dynamic, any running back will, will do okay, but it, it, you're going to have that difficulty. Should I start him? Should I not? So it, I don't see a difference in what we had with LaShawn McCoy last year. And, and Damian Williams. It's going to be the same system. Okay. It's not it's going to be running back by committee at that point. Running back by committee, and then Clyde may give you a 25-point game, but then he's going to have three games where he's just not needed. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's what well, it is. I know we talked about Tyreek, right? I mean, are we quarantining Tyreek no. and COVID-19 every other um, no, we're quarantining Tyreek for sure. I but just I'm talking about to give every a, other a dynamic. I'm talking about all the other receivers. Are you? Are yes, you I'm COVID nineteen and Sammy Watkins because Kelsey gets Kelsey gets a lot of targets, and and, and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill gets a lot of targets. Um, Sammy Watkins, he'll give you a game, maybe two, but he's going to be a bench guy, and you're debating whether you should put him in, and then that game that you you get lucky, you get lucky, and then you may get unlucky for six wars. I know, right? Like Sammy Watkins, first four ga- uh, 14 games of the season, uh, 558 yards, three touchdowns. You know when those three, th- three touchdowns came? When? First week. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was the first week. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it had like, you thinking like, uh, bro, I, I had like, yo. Let me tell you, man, I had that dude on my team, and I was like, yo, did I find a gem? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it was a rough season wide receiver-wise on my team last year with um, Sammy Watkins, Fuller. Like, it's just, it was just trash. These guys, yeah. they have the talent. Don't get me wrong. They have the talent. And I, the thing I don't understand is the, the new contract for Sammy Watkins in, in Kansas City. Like, they gave him a new contract in the offseason. It's a two-year contract. I mean, it still it, doesn't it's a matter, though. Year. But look, it gives an opportunity. You know me. I'm the guy that sees the contracts and see, hey, does it give the, them Kansas City an opportunity to make a trade, right? And I think it does give the Kansas City Chiefs an opportunity to trade Watkins on a two-year contract. Want, nobody guarantee. wants Watkins. Not until a, not until a wide receiver is injured. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, <laughs> when a wide receiver is injured and you make that trade and know that you you can trade a fourth rounder or a fifth rounder for Watkins and have him for one year or, or you can sign him, you know, continue to keep that contract for a two year deal. Uh, yeah, Watkins you know. is definitely a covid for me. Like he he burnt me last year and I, I don't I don't take likely to that. You know me. Let's yeah. let's talk about some things that uh we got the two are, minute warning coming up in here, man. The people are people the fans are debating over here. So let's I'm gonna ask you guys a question that's still me an answer. What round would you draft Pat Mahomes? Pat Mahomes boy. Second or third. It's third or on for me. Yeah. Okay. It's and, not gonna get there. And I'll yeah. just tell you this. I know I said third. <laughs> it ain't happening. I know. It's <laughs> not there. Know. It's not so, there. So, Clyde, no, it, it, even if it's there, it's just oh, not Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clyde, Clyde, Ma- Clyde yeah, the I'm Man good. Edwards. I'm out, man. Him? I'm, I'm like, not listen, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, he's like the, uh, the number 15, number 15 uh, I'm not running back off the board on multiple mock drafts that I see, right? And he's going um, second. Round, second round. I've seen, seen him gone in the second. I've seen him gone in the third. So oh, I that's, seen him going to third. that's really where his draft capital is, right? I've seen him gone in the first once or twice and doing like mock drafts or doing best ball drafts and stuff like that. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't think, I'll, I don't think I'm going to get him at all. But if, I'm, if, if the possibility is there, yeah, I'll, I'll draft him in the third round. You would draft no, Clyde in the third no, round? No, yeah. No. What's your next question? Because, yeah, I would I'm not draft all right, so, so I don't go, even have him on my radar. What's, what's let me tell question? you, like, so let me explain that. Um, that means I have two running backs already on my squad. So Clyde will be that third. <laughs> it's because I'm yeah, going. I, I got you. Okay, so what, what are you, Damian Williams? Uh, he's, not he's not on my radar. He's not on my radar, okay. man. He's, yeah, man, he's running, back, radar. running back by committee over there. Yeah, I, we I, already I, talked about Tyreek Travis Kelsey. Third. He, 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 no. He, 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 he would be a third for me, but I know he's it leaving in second. It all depends on who is around him. It's, 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 yeah. He's a second, third. He's a second. I mean, I've seen, like, you got to really I work that a, one. Too. I did, I did, I did a, a, a mock yesterday, and Kelsey went late first. That's, and I was that's like, wild. That's wow. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I guess you're trying to see what your team's going to look like if you draft Kelsey first. Because <laughs> there's no logical reason. reason like, yeah. Yo, they were like locker code predictions, bro. All right. Let's, 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 we got to get run. to that. We'll, we'll leave right <laughs> Yeah, you guys go, man. What do you, what do you got, Pete? Um, locker code prediction. I predict that Obviously, my bold prediction – I'm just gonna say fantasy in general. Fantasy, I think Josh Jacobs finishes top five running backs in this upcoming season. I agree Bowl with prediction. that hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, That's um, in our league. Who has him? Dennis, right? Dennis. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm not even. Ah. What about you? Uh, Locker code prediction, man. I, I, I mean, if we're gonna talk just fantasy. I want to say you're finally going to make your decision. I'm going to make my, I'm and, gonna and make my decision on gonna this podcast. That's what I told you. Oh, that's what you're doing podcast. right now? Guys, right, if you're Saquon ready. Barkley will I, be my available. My prediction is Barkley. I, my prediction is Barkley is going to be available. Wow. That's my prediction. Yeah, that's my prediction all right. too. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, so I told you guys well, in I the chat complete that prediction. I will be making my my pick this uh, this, uh, this, this, 
This evening. This, this evening. evening. This All evening. Right. All right, cool. So, listen. Up. Don't don't go back on it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going yeah. back on it. I'm not going back on it. He's keeping. He's my keeping keeper. Right. He's keeping. My right. keeper. Um, and I'm going to explain the reason. And, PJ, you know my keeper. I already told you. Um, so, I don't know why you're acting like you don't know my I keeper. I don't know your keeper. Man, whatever. I told you. At, at Who's your keeper? You never right? told me who your keeper is. Yeah, it's going to be Derrick Henry. And Whoa! I knew it. <laughs> So, but, Yo. but the logical thing, the, the reason why I'm keeping Derrick Henry is because it is not because I think he's going to be that, like, a number, a top five, top ten running back. It's because the running backs that I'm going to get in the fifth round mm-hmm. is not it's, it's a sheer, yeah. right it's yeah, a sheer it's backfield. Yeah. They're all yeah. sheer backfield. And I, you know how I drive. I don't like sheer backfield. So, to, to say I'm going to have him in the fifth, that makes sense. I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed with that early, uh, early draft pick so I can Don't get Saquon. Don't worry about it, bro. Saquon will be taken care of. Let me, get that, yeah, let me get that top pick. That is crazy, yo. Saquon's going to be available. glad to hear that Saquon is going to be available. Saquon is going to be available on that note, bro. Look that, at that, y'all, man. What you mean? Made yo, my night. Dope. Yo, that's dope. I, I couldn't believe you were going to let him go. Yeah. Yeah, Made I'm, gonna, my I'm gonna let him go, man. Even though he gave me a championship, I'm gonna let him go. Saquon yo, is out, man. Saquon, Saquon is, out. is gone. Yo, I'm sorry, I, I still can't believe this. Yeah, yeah I'm, it's. I'm like in it's a, a shock a right now. We had we had such great con- yeah. connections. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guys, Saquon is gone. He is available. I can't believe it. He's not yo, available until we go to draft season order. is over, y'all. <laughs> it's <laughs> not available until we draft. Yo, season is over for Ren, bro. Saquon is gone. He's available. That's going to be it for us. Thank you for listening to Locker Code with C, Ren, and Paul. See y'all next week. Yo! Yay! Check us out. <laughs>